Welcome, Hunters, to Hunters Hub episode 42. Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, the fun Monster Hunter speedrun event um, that two of our guests were a big part of. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about Behemoth. Um, maybe not a whole lot about that. I, I know that uh, Toaster and I haven't got to play that as much as we have liked to. Um, but maybe you guys can pick up the slack for us. Nice. Um, speedrun. The... <laughs> <laughs> the uh <laughs> threw me off all right um so we'd like to thank wolfie melon for the music um jeremy clark for the art and uh r slash monster hunter world for being our friends so without further ado this is Fortuan, uh your host and co-host toaster hello hello wow that was very <laughs> very deep and sensual out of nowhere <laughs> Uh, and the, and welcome back, Brother Virtue, or just Virtue? Hey. Just Virtue, it's fine. Uh, and then, my brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, new guest, Omnitoad. Hey, guys. Woo. Is that kind of like the Hypnotoad? Uh, maybe. It's, it's, okay. It's, any, it's actually any kind of toad, because Omni means all. It's all toads. Right. All, he all is all toad. the toads. It could be a paratoad, it could be a glass toad, it could be a sleep toad. Whatever toad you want. Funny, uh, funny, funny true story. My, we call my uncle Uncle Toad because he collects toads. Nice. So that's what that's what I aspire to be. <laughs> um, so first things first, Omni Toad. How did you get into Monster Hunter? Oh jeez. <laughs> oh yeah, you for- oh, geez, everyone forgets. <laughs> um, you didn't prep them. We 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 interrogate you. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I I want to say that when I actually started playing, it was a very strange way to get into it. But mm-hmm. I had a PS Vita back in like 2012. Sure. And like four people. Okay. Yeah, and I was looking for games that were like good on you know both Vita or PSP. And I right. ran into, you know, Freedom Unite. I've seen Monster Hunter a couple times at that point in my life. But I was like, you know what? Let me just buy Freedom Unite on the Vita <laughs> and try it out. And I got into it and I started playing, you know, it was just solo. I didn't really know anyone else that had the game. Probably got, I didn't really get that far, like maybe a bit into high rank, um, like Village or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was way into it at that point. And then right around the corner, of course, 2013, March, was 3U. So then that's when I got way, way into the game. Like, I, I got into it, started watching streams. That's how I actually uh, met Virtue, as he was streaming around the time, and I was just a viewer at that point. Okay. And I watched him, and I watched, you know, Newbert and all of them, too. And, and the pupil became the master, and outgrew us, <laughs> and he got all big, and got all the Twitch girls. And... <laughs> Is, isn't that how it always works? Typically. I mean, we, we just pass our skills on to someone to make it better. I'm okay with being a forerunner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, cool. So we have a couple other quick questions for you. Uh, first of all, if you have a main weapon, what is it? Uh, hunting horn. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Unpopular He's choice, but for some too. reason we get a lot on the podcast here. They're hunting horn. Um, that's awesome. Uh, and then top three monsters. Oh no, that's a t- that's that's the hardest question so far. <laughs> it normally is. <laughs> Don't worry, it gets hard. Well, there's uh, actually, so, there's so many of them. There was a moment when I was at work and I was like, "Yeah, they're gonna ask him questions," and I was like, "Nah, <laughs> just, yeah, I'm not gonna work. tell him." Um, 
that to work. Um, probably say uh, Tetsukabra is up there. Okay. It's a plus. It's a huge plus. Yes. He's going to pick all the frog ones, isn't he? No, no, just that one. I was I was thinking about Zamtrios, but Zamtrios isn't quite up there. But no, um, Tetsukabra. Doodoo game? Um, Tigrex. I really love Tigrex. And actually, Bracky. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's it, pretty solid choices. Yeah. Like I say, I love every monster except for King Shakalaka. So. <laughs> it's like Bracky, I think one, one thing that's special about Bracky for me is that in 3U, he felt perfect to fight with Hunting Horn. His head oh, yeah. was at just that right height. And if you got your placements down, like it was just, it felt so good to be good at. Yeah, it, his, uh, he was really fun with Hammer for the same reason. I agree because, with, the, with the Hammer remark. Uh, that was yeah. one of the yeah. best Hammer fights. Oh, well, his golf swings. The, the golf swings hit his head perfectly. Like he's clean. Oh yeah, and breaking it on a golf swing. Oh, mm. so good. He also yeah. has a pretty low LS fade KO slash out of an explosion. Mm. Oh yeah. Girl. But he has a pretty low um, initial KO tolerance. I think slightly oh. lower than most monsters. So, like that was another nice thing about impact weapon on uh, impact weapons on him. Wasn't he also like super susceptible to poison and like uh, like one oh, or two all, other elements? Um, brute wyverns in general. Yeah, were, true. Uh, pretty. Yeah. I mean, with Kelby bow, oh, no. everything was susceptible mm. to blast. <laughs> oh no! Something's wrong that with was... audacity. I guess I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> there you bring up that slame weapon <laughs> alright well Toaster I think you have a favorite question for Omnitoad alright Omnitoad if you could take any monster on a date which monster would you take um let's see take time <laughs> it's an important decision. It is, it is very important. Decision. More important than all the other questions. Pretty sure I um what to this and then struggled. <laughs> Just um what? <laughs> um. <laughs> Trust me, when it first came up to us, we did too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was a good solid five minutes of laughter and confusion. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it if it makes it any better, they don't have to be monsters. They can also be like the monster girl type of things. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go that direction. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, no anthro in here. No anthro. No, no furries, please. Well, maybe uh, it's just somebody who's wearing a dress. <laughs> no. Um, no, I'll take a. I'll take. I want to see between me and Dodo Gama, who can eat faster. Okay, that'd be fun. That's that's a that's a that's a hot that's a hot first date hot dog eating contest. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we get um, you like Joey Lady Ch- in Maybe the we'll... Tramp Wait like a, a Wiggler. Minute. We gotta get um Ma- Joey Chestnut to join us. See him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should said dumpling or something a little less uh, visual. I guess. Anyways. Um... <laughs> I just realized. Sorry, <laughs> I put something in my head with the girl wearing a dress thing. Uh, going out with a Nursilla. Being like, what are you wearing? Oh, it's just, you know, like, it's dead. I'm just wearing purple jip today. Yep. <laughs> I didn't feel like bringing out the kezu, you know. <laughs> Shrouded Nursilla, yeah. It's great. Ugh. I like that it's okay. wiped to nothing. 
<laughs> the swing. It's the Spider-Man. It's the Spider-Man one, the game swinging from the sky. <laughs> yes. Yeah, especially in the desert. Oh my gosh! It's like <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where did you grab all... Is that a star? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, we'll get into the main topic. Um, uh, The reason why um, you wanted to bring Omnitoad on here, Virtue, we're glad to have you, Omnitoad. Don't put this on me. Oh, well, I'm I'm putting it on you. You suggested it, and I I agreed. I think it was really cool. Um, So you guys went to a speedrun event, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah. What? It's called, it's called speedrun again. <laughs> what? Time it's, attack? What do you want me to call it? Yeah, yeah, time attack. Okay, time attack for uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter. Um, uh, we, we talked about this before you were going to go. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get to catch a stream. I've got a lot going on, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, um, So, basically, how did it go, guys? I know you How'd sponsors you do? don't have time for us. This, I'm sorry. Like I mean, <laughs> we dancing clowns. Ah, no. <laughs> wow, that just got dark. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go ahead, Doug. Tell him. You, you, I've already like written and talked about it a little oh, bit. Oh, um, the event overall mm-hmm. just was just a really fun time. Like we went there. You know, we we practiced for a little bit. You know, we had two two and a half weeks or so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so not nearly as much practice as some of, some of the other teams there. So we went, you know, confident that we could do well. Uh, you know, at the very least, like just put on a good performance, and that's right. pretty much what we did. Like we went, we went there. We we got, we ended up getting third place. But the teams, that's amazing. The teams that got first and second were like so far ahead of everyone else that like it. You know, I don't feel bad about losing to them because they're just. Right. There are people that have been practicing that good. for way longer than us and way harder than us as well. So, right. you know. They turned it into a true full eSport while you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was two people that are used to doing um, time attacks, and then the other two were just training for a lot longer. And I've also done slight time attack stuff, so, you know. Hmm. So, what? um... Um... What was your guys's? I know there was a series of hunts. Which which hunt would you feel you guys did the best? Um, well, it was two. It was two rounds. There was basically the qualifier, which is the pukey quest, which is like the way you do it in that setting is like you lock it down with light bow gun, and the hammer just mm-hmm. hits the head until it dies. Like that's that's the whole run. Uh, um, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, we did all right. Um, I think Virtue Virtue said he missed a few hits, so we I had choked like, a little bit. There's there's like no. a there's a method to the madness. Obviously, you want to try yeah. to go for like your your optimal button uh, inputs, but yeah, um, but even then we still we still made it in. Like that's the thing. Like it still just because we did the strat, we still made it in. And then, right, um, nice. The nerd quest. I feel like you know that's the quest where it actually comes out. Like all right how good are you at actually doing the hunt, not just locking it down and doing a combo? Right. So that quest, we, we, we did pretty well. We actually didn't, um, <laughs> I mean, it, it might be, it might sound kind of sad from the outside that this is an accomplishment, but we didn't cart at all during the quest. That's, which is like, I mean, it's hard to mitigate that in, in that situation. I yeah. mean, there's, there's a lot more going on than, than most people will give credit. So yeah. when there's, when there's something I mean, at stake, then yeah. it just kind of amplifies that. 
Well, I mean, part of it I understand is you're going for time. You're going mm-hmm. for the highest kill. Yep. So you're, you're not going to be running in there with you know the normal uh, sort of balanced set that a lot of people use. Like A lot of people have a lot of defensive things also on top of attack. Yeah, TAs are usually within the parameters set by, yeah. um, I mean, other runners as well as just like officially mm-hmm. this is what is expected or what is yeah. considered. Well, and, um, and specifically in these ones, it's it's the arena quest, so you're given a loadout, so it's not like you have a choice of what you're actually bringing. Yeah, there, there's there's yeah, five choices. Know what's provided. The way it's right, more it's more but... in the way you have to play. You have to play. Because um, you can play super safe and not die, but you're also getting the slower time doing that. You kind of have to have a mix yeah. of safe and, you know, go for risky strats as well. Well, what I'm getting at is, like, your average hunt that isn't a part of these arena quests, people are going to be sort of overgeared for Negagante. Oh, yeah. Or right. try to be. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Like, you really shouldn't feel ashamed for dying, even if you are just doing that quest in general. I mean, there's a reason why they give you eight feints because it, it's very hard because yeah. you're at or below that that level. Yeah, yep. I mean the the, the balance of uh, the weapon opposed to the balance of the gear. Like the weapon has the ability to shine in the situation and be sure. the difference or like the dividend, but the armor is also the the weaker or the not strong part of uh, that that aspect so you like you have to mitigate between like how much damage are you putting out how much damage are you taking in um it, it's a team effort so it's not something yep. that you're doing as an individual it's not scaled for an individual so training as an individual is that much harder to do mm-hmm. um there was like a whole slew of R&D that was done between Toad and I on like the qualifier as well as the final um challenge Mm-hmm. That was good right. to us. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's amazing you guys got third. Uh, I would have never been able to do that. I, most of the time, just doing by myself on those quests, faint at least five times um, just because of the gear. And it's, I'd like to be overgeared. It's a, it's a huge <laughs> difference from the, like you were saying earlier, it's a huge difference from the normal play. Like normal play, you have maxed out stuff. You have got possibly health augments, so it's like even less risky yes and then you play that way and it's like wow this thing's hurting this thing's hitting me for over half my health and i have i have to use a max potion to heal this <laughs> yeah yeah i imagine you don't you don't want to take time to sit and chug potions either it's just like nope we have to go no now. if you're if that's There's like not even time to sharpen in, so. that, in that mission to be honest really you, you lose wow. time if you sharpen definitely wow even with the damage decrease well i mean the the, the armor came with master's touch which, yeah. And then, oh, okay. and then there was other aspects just to the weapon itself, as well as the armament that coupled. And so, I mean, you were doing more damage if you were stacking on the other player. Um, you were getting like a sparking effect with the sword mode of the switch axe. You were also doing more damage by hitting critical spots, which were the white horns. Or so you wanted to let them um, mature and go through the process. But if they became black, then you'd be bouncing and you'd lose out on DPS. So there was a lot of different variables to like take into account, as well as huh. just. Um, working cohesively with someone else uh, to accomplish the same goal. So, like, uh, if one arm was was uh, pre-scarred, then horns would be growing in it, so you'd want somebody to focus that. But if there's already horns, say, on the opposite, the head, the tail, um, the wings, and you felt like you could then get to it, you were working collectively together in a series of flinches and knockdowns to lock the monster um, and then deal the most damage together. And there were moments in the fight where... Um, say like toad didn't have a full sword file 
or I was on an opposite end of the of the fight, like I was at the back end of the monster. So we weren't getting the full amount of DPS that we were aiming for, but I mean, like we still we still performed within the norm of, of what we were able to accomplish within the, so, the short amount of time that we were training for. So yep. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty happy about it. Congrats. I'm sorry I didn't get to watch. Life get, got in the way. But uh, I was happy to have our logo on your shirt. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. I mean, that was a lot. A lot of the little small sponsorships were done in, like from a sarcastic humor point of mine. But at the same time, it was also nice to go out there and, and rep things that are a part of the Monster Hunter community. Like you guys are talking about Monster Hunter. You're bringing people on to do things in Monster Hunter. And I think that's important that like we kind of build um our own environment so in that regard i was i was grateful that you know you let me um go out there and, and rep you guys and at the same time um we went out there and repped a cut like uh, adopt a hunter and uh, took yep. a stab at our friend sammy for the swag kingdom so i mean it was it was pretty cool it was, it was nice to have like an official looking uh, esport jersey yeah. so uh, yeah gladly do, do it again do you know if they're going to be uploading it for anybody to view it now post uh, i mean it's it's, it's on there. Twitch on two different channels on YouTube on one and I think I don't know if it's on a Facebook or not but I'm gonna link it in pod chat nice yeah. I have it open I just have it open right now just because in case you guys were gonna talk about it I just had it ready hey I'm actually prepped <laughs> what <laughs> look at on me toad being better than the hosts <laughs> it's been happening a lot lately <laughs> <laughs> and if you uh if you did want to see our run, our run, it's at like three thirty-eight. Heck yeah, okay. if you want to see I, your run. Yep, I will definitely watch that after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure to uh, we'll make sure to send you a message whenever we see like a missed attack or something. <laughs> Please don't spam. I mean, <laughs> we I mean, couldn't do that. But let me—I uh, see you're playing Monster Hunter World on a, <laughs> a championship level. Let me critique you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! It's just like the league, uh, the league, uh, the community. Yeah. How can he miss that shot? I could do better. <laughs> Even though I'm oh, just sitting man. in my room. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of backseat gaming or driving or anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, other than that, I guess I guess like what, whatever you like, you or Toaster are interested in in and about how the event unfolded or what was there or anything of that sort that's on. Um, I only really had one more question. Um, again, I'm sorry I, I couldn't watch, but was this, was this kind of like, a, um, everyone does their own speed run on different consoles and then they sort of tally them up at the end or did everyone watch each other? So Go the, the it, qualifier, the qualifier mm-hmm. was run more like a pools setup where, yeah, it's just mass amounts of people doing their quest, and then um, I guess the equivalent of tos, you know, like recording right. times and making sure they have it right. And they did lot, you know, a few rounds of that. They had a whole area with like, I think it was four, four or five stations of four consoles each. Okay. And um, it was like sort of like you were going head to head with the team that was there with you, but really you're you're going against everyone around. Okay. Um, they tried to get it a little competitive by making the stations go at the same time, but it didn't. So like that, we were facing matter. two TVs. That seems that more like a hype thing. The back end of two TVs. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. The team was supposed to sit across from us. 
Yep. And then they would go while we were going. We couldn't really see them, nor should we really be focused on them. Yeah, that's but how it, it was. Like we weren't focused on them at all. I was like, let me just do it. Let me just do. Let's just do our run. <laughs> so we can... But it was set up very like tournament style. So like, yeah. if you were to go to like a Smash tournament or like a fighter game tournament where you have like the TVs like back to back and like on the opposite side is other people, and it's like, oh, these guys won. Go ahead and move on to the next bracket. That's kind of how it right. was how it was situated visually, but like how it was actually maintained. It was like, oh, you guys got your time. Okay, cool. Like you can you can interact with your stuff. You can't interact with your stuff. Um, you need to sign this paperwork. This verifies this is what you did. This is who you are, and then later on, go ahead and check on back, and we'll update information um, as need be to what teams have like, I guess, ascended in the ladder or descended or yeah. have a chance of competing in the finals. That's so, kind of cool. Mean, Monster is a very different different type of game, so to run a tournament for it, I, it kind of was maintained differently than you would expect from your standard tournament style. Like mm-hmm. sure. There was elements of other games, but I mean, yep. it's still, still Monster Hunter. So, yep. Okay. Right, so then well, we, after... well, we were sitting there, and we oh, go ahead, Fred. I was I was gonna talk about after the qualifier. Unless you wanna, do you wanna talk about our, our snafu at the, um, the qualifier? Well, I mean, I don't I don't wanna drag out like a long story, but I'll just say that like while we were sitting there, we could see other teams around us, and like you kind of see their screens, so we could see people like doing two bow guns or one bow gun one gun lance or you know like one s and s and dual blades or something so like and that was just for the qualifier so yeah yeah most of those weapons weren't involved in it but just to give you an example of like what we were witnessing around us yeah sure all right so So then then after the qualifier um once once the finals were or once everyone you know we knew who was in finals it was posted on a board and everything we actually got sixth place for Pukey, but that still got us into the top eight. Okay. Um, so, yeah, only the eight best teams went into finals. And I think two of the teams that were supposed to be in the finals didn't um, didn't stick around didn't make or something. It. They had, sh- they had oh. shown three potential teams that were in the top eight that never actually ended up being in the top eight just because... They either left or they were disqualified for whatever unknown reasons. Yeah, they were just they, just they had teams there. They didn't feel like they could compete. Yeah, so they so it, dropped out. Hmm. So essentially, you guys were bottom because of that. Bottom of the top eight. So yeah, relatively mid, mid close of the to top the eight. Yeah. Okay. Um. But anyway, after after finals were decided and everything, and um. It was actually way later in the day. Like we had our we had our pool basically at twelve thirty, and then the actual finals top eight didn't start until I think five. Yeah, it was around five. Oh wow! So we had, a, a, we had a lot of time wait. to you know hang out, mingle. Um, Kojima-san, uh, Ryoza-san. Yeah, get like signings done. There was a lot of stuff going on. We're all, we're all there. All the... Yep. That's amazing. And then. So finals are basically, yeah, like you were saying, like um, the first part was all free for all, everyone doing their own thing, um, with tos next to them recording times. Finals were on stage, um, one at a time, so we all watched each other's basically. Yeah, kind of like a uh, kind of like Evo. Yeah, that's like just how tournaments mm-hmm. are run, where the top, you know, maybe not top eight, but like top thirty-two, top sixty-four are usually done on a stage of some kind, and hmm. um, streamed, of course. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they actually went in the reverse, it was the reverse order, so, like, they went from 8 to 1, and as far as, like, the order of the finals, 
So we were sixth, so we actually went third. Um, oh, okay. We went up third to actually do our run. And then so I bet you that's a little nerve wracking. A little bit. Going going earlier kinda sucks because like you just you don't know what to expect of the teams after you, but if you're going We had a couple ideas in mind on like Oh yeah. We were either gonna run dual switch axe or we were gonna run dual uh, sword and shield or S and S and if we were later in the bracket, which is what we were hoping, um, and we'd been able to see uh, at least two of the other teams that we were expecting to be primary competition, if not possibly better competition than we were able to put up. Um, we were going to go out in the blaze of glory with dual SNS and, and I talked toad out of it as we got up there. Cause I was like, ah, we could, we could do this. We might have a chance at winning. Yeah. So well, it's like, because we were going earlier, we wanted to make sure we put up a good time. But if we went later yeah. and we knew that the other team already got like a really, really good run that we probably, you know, it'd be, that we would struggle to, to, to beat. Yeah. We would struggle to even like get close to, then we were like, all right, so if, if that happens, then we'll just go sword and shield and just kind of have fun with it, you know. If anybody put up, like, su- like a sub three, SNS was going to be our default, too. Um, yeah. However, I mean, even the three or everybody four. Was, <laughs> we also didn't know that they weren't going to show the times. We thought, like, everybody would be privy to the time, but now that I realize it in hindsight, like, it makes more sense that they would covet that information and then... Yeah. yeah. But we, we were aware of our time before anybody else was. Huh. Right. And then all of us, pretty much all of top eight, we're all like just sharing our times with each other anyway. <laughs> like it, we're all buddy buddy. We didn't like, oh, we didn't care. We we're all just telling each other the times and good old Monster Hunter community. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah my uh, my experience with tournaments is lim- limited. I've never, I've I've been in one Smash Brothers tournament, which we were eliminated in sudden death because my friend forgot it was sudden death. Huh? So. <laughs> He just charged in. Yeah, um, that was Brawl, I think. Um, So I've never been big on the tournament scene, although I do watch Evo occasionally, only for typically Mortal Kombat. Um, Ooh, that's that's, neat. I I really like the Mortal Kombat tournament scene. Yeah, yeah. It's not one I usually hear too much about, but like it's still a really cool scene. Yeah, I mean, there's too much Kung Lao. There always always is. But, uh, but yeah, like, so it's, it's interesting to hear like the experience and again, I'm sorry I didn't get to watch it. I will watch it later. Um, Um, there was a lot of stuff going on there. It wasn't, it wasn't just like the qualifying and the finals. They had like signing, they had a picture booth, they had like a, like a smaller, um, Ryu quest available. They, They had like TVs everywhere. They had food trucks. Um, there was people cosplaying. Um, they had, I mean, like, they just need they to do this stuff interact in Ohio. with all these activities. <laughs> Say what now? They just need to do this stuff in Ohio, so I can finally they go. Just need to do more of it, honestly. Like, yeah. like it would be cool if we actually saw a scene evolve out of this. And, and then, yeah, it's kind of surprising that we haven't had it. But then again, I think it took Monster Hunter becoming as popular as it has with World for us to get any of these. To uh, even benefits. get this first one, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was, it was definitely like historical in the sense mm-hmm. of like monster hunter maybe maybe you guys are like you guys are like the the cinderella story and and next time you guys like win the win the whole thing kit and caboodle this is the start of a uh... we, we we went in as underdogs uh, to, to the yeah. teams that we were um concerned with trying to beat so yep i mean, 
I mean, kudos for third. That's amazing. Like that's yeah. I mean, I, I can't. We were, we were happy with it. Like I'm I was... third out of sixty-two teams. That's like a hundred and twenty-plus people. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, it's. I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. Yep. It's better than I ever did in anything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The way you say it. Just... <laughs> for it anything yeah well i mean like i said i've been going through a lot lately (laughs) well i will say i will say this i was eighth in the world on war for cybertron if you ever want to play that game i was eighth eighth in the world for the first four weeks of it the first month that's it that's so all I've done. Of, of the eight players that played that game. <laughs> hey, there was there was at least 20,000, okay? At least. Not a lot, but at least. And I, I wrecked it with Optimus Prime. Nice. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, um, I guess we'll move into the, the second part of this. Um, we'll talk about Behemoth now. Um, now, there's a couple... I don't want to dwell too much on Behemoth because... Um, this is probably going to be talked about for a while because this is permanent content, if I'm correct. I think yeah, it is. Yeah, it is permanent. Yeah. It's, perma- um, it's permanent in the sense that I think that... Oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's permanent in the sense that it will always be there and it will always be available, just like Devil Joe or Lunastra, yeah. as opposed to uh, Kulvay Teroth. So... Um, yeah, because Cool Air Tower is technically permanent because she's always going to come back at some point, but you know, you can always do this. Um, so, what I did uh, personally is I got to the Behemoth Quest, the final Behemoth Quest, the actual one, uh, and did it once, uh, failed miserably. I got uh, commented, and then uh, the whole team wiped, and then I was done. Um, but I do think that the fight itself is very interesting. Um, the damage numbers coming up is very Final Fantasy, extremely Final Fantasy. In fact, it shows you like when I'm playing Longsword, it's like Force Light Slash, 722 yep. damage. Shows exactly like, what attack you're using. Really? Yeah, it was like, yeah, I it's it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, there's always um, been the the visual of, of damage with World, but well, it's they stylized it a lot better yeah, it is, in this it is one. Stylized. Um, uh, but the thing I want to talk about first, because it just, I was rolling on the ground laughing. The very first quest, the, the Kulayaku with the crystal. <laughs> the so Chocobo good. Music. It's so oh good. Oh my goodness. The, the, the Chocobo race music that comes on and the whips and everything is yeah. straight, just ripped from, uh, uh, Final Fantasy seven. I think <laughs> I just like, Oh my goodness. That took Whoa. me back. I was like, Whoa! <laughs> uh, one thing to f- don't forget is uh, since it's tied in with the online one, um, mm-hmm. in the online one they have the golden saucer now, where you can go and you can do chocobo races, and you can also play. Um, uh, What's it? Triple triad, the only good part of eight. So, <laughs> yeah, you can actually race chocobos in Final Fantasy fourteen as well against other players and breed them and stuff like that. Oh, that's neat. now. Now let me say one thing about eight that I did like, because uh, I didn't like the card game, uh, is um, the, the going into random forest outside of the very first town you could get mauled by a T Rex. Right. It was the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> it's like you're level fourteen. Here's a level essentially ninety nine T Rex. Die. 
so evil. Oh, I I loved it for that reason. I cracked up laughing as a whatever year old I was at that time. <laughs> I don't even remember. But um, so yeah, the the chocobo thing for the kuliaki was amazing, and the fact that it grows. So like yeah. every time it does the blocking animation, it just grows. It, it has like, the potential. I think I think as you damage the crystal, it might instigate or kind of proc that growth, but. As that monster grows, it also be- does more damage. So once it That's true, gets yeah. to a larger scale, it can basically one-shot you. Yep. See, well, everybody's talking about Behemoth, but I, ne- I never hadn't heard anybody talking about this other side. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, I loved it, <laughs> but um, I don't think you can repeat it, unfortunately. I don't. I've sure. Really? Uh, I've, I've no, had the SOS you... to, to get into other people's. Yeah, and I feel it's like, like it's kind of sad. Like they should really fix that and like just release. You know, or patch it in, just patch in like a repeatable version. Because I thought it was under the um... the quest also has more opportunities for spawning those cactars, so that's why I've SOS'd it as well. Yeah, you you like almost need. I mean, apparently now they have the chance to spawn a wild spire waste and expeditions and expeditions, but it sucks so what that you are can't just do the quest again? What are all the rewards from this update? Like, what is all this stuff you can unlock for your character? Oh, um. Or make for your character as well. Some of the best armor that's currently in the game. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep hearing about that. The Draken set is like... It's good. The arms are solid. It's really good. It's like... The armor has basically changed the meta for a lot of weapons. Wow. I mean, it's a lot of crit and attack damage is what it is. Well, it's basically now you, you can get crit eye and attack together without needing, like, attack gems... Right, as well as crit eye gems, which it's just, it's just way better. And then you get master's touch on the set as well, without needing to use three pieces of Tiastra. Oh, right. Yeah, it, no, it's a it's a really good set. I just I can't get away from my Val set. I just love it so much. <laughs> are you rocking the the Gamma Y or are you rocking the Beta? Um, Beta, but I do have one piece of Gamma, which I think is... Beta build solid, but the Gamma Y just has like one or two extra slots that makes that much of a difference. Yep. Yeah, we- but it has a bunch of dragon attack, and screw that. I'm gonna I, know the, I know with the, with the Behemoth content, um, with the whole concept of tanks, healers, and DPS, uh, a lot of people have been defaulting to a Gamma Y Lunastra set, where it's like Gamma Y, um, oh, Beta, Lunastra Chest... Is it beta? Yeah, there's no there's no arc tempered Luna yet. Yeah, um, not yet. Not not the Luna, the the Val. Oh, the Val, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's like Y Y B Y B. Huh. So hmm. I'm gonna have to take Pretty a look build. then, and see if I can integrate that Drakengard stuff into my current, you know, king outfit, which is the four pieces of wrath and then the waste of an of an Ergigante. It'd probably make it a lot better. One build I've seen that has been really good is uh, basically four pieces of Draken. Yeah, I just said build. (laughs) I was like, "Eh, whatever. Um, It's okay. I mean, we um, understand what you're saying. I was going to say, oh, four piece Draken, but the legs Mm -hmm. you use um, Dante. Okay. And then, like, Basically, at that point, fill in the slots as you want. Do we know if when the Dante event's coming back? It was just live as of the summer. It was a summer uh, festival. Summer 
I'm not sure. I mm-hmm. would like to believe that we'd get something for fall, maybe Halloween. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big leap, but I mean, I don't think that it's a incorrect one either. We did a. Spring, I think we I mean, we'll definitely get a, we fall, get a fall or a winter. Okay, because I, I mean, think I missed part of it, so I need to need to go redo that again. Yeah, the legs are the best part. So. I did. Um, I did. It's still pulling for pumpkin Oregon for sure. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin Oregon for oh man from a uh, Monster Hunter no. Explorer. Yes. Yeah. I'm still waiting for uh, because it is you know Capcom and Halloween. Maybe getting like a Resident Evil crossover with like an undead, uh, an undead monster. You got Valhazak. More undead. More, <laughs> we'll get shit. another Val. Val Crimson Val. head. We get another Val and Odo quest. <laughs> They're both fleshy and. I was still yeah. genuinely surprised that they uh, they they put a turf battle between Val and Odo. It's the strangest thing. Yeah. And and I I wish that they had done more elder non elder encounters or had just had elders roaming openly. Yeah. yeah. With non yeah non elder monsters that'd be nice. I I, just I I love those interactions, and it's sad that they didn't have more of them, or they weren't more uh, varied. I would World say. Ultimate. So you uh, you made me think of what a while ago I was thinking about this. What um, what encounters these uh, the el- the non encounter elders could have? And I was thinking like, what could fight a Kirin? And I was just imagining it like lightning bolting. Um, the other, the other one that lives up there, out of the air. I'm trying to remember what his name is. Oh, Legiana. Legiana. So what? Or Legiana? Yeah. Or, uh, like yeah. it just Maybe lightning bolting a Legiana out of the air. Paluma <laughs> would be so sad to get struck down by a lightning bolt. <laughs> just That'd be funny if he just got shot. Like, oh, what if it did like a kite kind of Doc Brown <laughs> style? <laughs> I was thinking it was just like it's his puffed up neck. It just pops. Just yep. <laughs> That's what happens when well, you flash bomb him, and it's really funny. Because it's like the air else... let out of a balloon. It's like <laughs> all over the damn place. Everything else yeah. in that place beats up uh, Palumu. Might as well have the the legendary beat up Palumu as well. Stabs it with a horn. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Now, I, I would say um, I could see um, uh, Lickiana coming in and surprising uh, Kieran and picking it up. But then Kieran just completely zapping itself with lightning, and Legiana just gets like just falls, and and Kieran just like lands on its feet like, like what a now, real punk? sassy pink Ian just pick it up and throw it off the side of the ledge. <laughs> so who would who would you have fight Teostra and uh, Kushi then? Kushi, yeah. Well, because Kushi, you have to have him in the forest. I don't know. I, know like, I would I would see Wrath going after Kushi. Kushi oh, goes like a in... sky battle. Yeah, that would be really good. They need yeah. uh, what is what is it called when there's like a flame tornado? Because um, a flame nado. You said Kushi. You said Kushala has to be in the forest, right? A twister. Well, Kushala can they be called in, a toaster. Uh, Elder's twister as well. standard. Yeah. Maelstrom. Oh, that's probably there's an actual word for it. Okay. Because yeah. anyways, <laughs> anyways, have have Kushala summon all the tornadoes and have Los shoot fireballs and then those get sucked up into the tornadoes and they have just like a fire tornado just burning through everything. They're, like, like they're trying Nostra. to fight each other and you're just running around like, oh god, help! <laughs> I yeah. would love to see um, Basil and, and Kushala 
just because when Kushala f- uh, forms like a tornado around itself, Basil decides to like do one of its aerial strafing runs, so all the bomblets get sucked into the Kushala tornado. No, <laughs> just make <laughs> and converge and make it like a super nuke. Or okay. they get flung out in all directions. And oh hopefully no! One Oh man, it's like a delameter beam. Dive or you're dead. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Um, now Teostra, Diablos for sure. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean they're, they're yeah. yeah they can both be in Wildspire. As long yeah. as as yeah. long as it involves the the Diablos like ramming the Teostra and trying to pin it down. And the Teostra responds by supernovaing itself and throwing yep, the and, much, yeah. and breaking both horns. Yep. I like it when I like Diablos, but it's really cool when something breaks its horn. Oh, the, the Joe. Like, I, I want a, Tila, a Tio and Kulia coup fight where Tio just blows up bombs around mortars and Kula just runs with an egg and weaves in between them. <laughs> Doesn't have to fight back. Doesn't have to fight back. Just dips out. Can't catch me. I'm the egg thief. Boom. <laughs> I want oh, man. <laughs> I have a, uh, I have a gift for that. If I keep going, I'll just put it in chat. Oh, that running chicken with the explosions. That's what I was thinking of. That's what you're. <laughs> that's what you're. Posting. Now I'm thinking of techno chicken, not the chicken song. Yep. Techno that's chicken. the one. Exactly the one. Oh, geez. <laughs> with the parakeet, the explosions. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yep. Um, that poor other parakeet, unaware. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, Behemoth fight itself, we didn't talk about too much. Um, I got, uh, like I said, I failed it pretty hard, but I understand the mechanics well enough. Um, it's just that, like, I didn't realize the the meteors that you're supposed to hide behind are uh, are um, uh, so far away at times. So he started doing the animation, and I saw the text pop up, and I was like, oh, crap, i got to find one of those. So I turned, and I sprinted straight for one, and none of us made it. No, yep. It was too far away. I saw a specific gif where somebody was trying to uh, – they were all hiding behind the rocks because there was the big red glowing spot where the meteor lands. And then the meteor didn't land there. It landed behind them and <laughs> took all of them. It's like we didn't think it was going there. We th- Psych. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we could we could probably break it down really quick if you, with, if you feel like you're limited in – on what oh no! I understand about. the fight well enough. Um, vi- you know, videos and doing it myself once. I-, I I failed because it was just too far away. Um, the whole what what did they call it again? I was going to call it Ajita, but it's the the the, the focus enmity. Yep. Uh, that, that I saw that in it come into play. Uh, I drew some enmity because I was trying to hit the horns. Mm-hmm. Um, no one else was, and I like breaking things. I cut off the tail. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty tough because it is literally, it feels like Monster Hunter one days where Rothalos just decided he hates you today and he's not going after mm-hmm. anyone else. So <laughs> I actually was going to ask that, like, so what's the, I don't want to say the meta that you guys have seen, but what's the, like the most common stuff that people are playing for like each role of things? Lance. I've seen so much Lance for the head. I would say Why Lance if you, makes if, up you have, healer. if you have Mind's Eye, Lance is amazing because... The, the one downfall of using Lance on him is hitting the chest by accident, which happens a lot if you're going for the head. Right. And you need, like, guard, guard up to block some attacks, oh, yeah. otherwise you can't You need, like, guard up and, like, guard... And just normal guard. At least, like, three. Still increased. 
I did really well by countering a lot of the uh, the the meteors coming down. Yeah. Um, that worked really well. So I ended up kind of tanking him as a longsword. Uh, yeah. That was fun to a degree. Well, it's like yeah. a lot of them Foresight were ama- nice. evasion tanking a thing. <laughs> yeah, foresight is nice because you don't need you don't need like levels of guard or anything. You just dodge things and you're good. <laughs> yep, that's what I did. So I ended up being the tank in the fight, and we did okay. But um, even though I, I, you know, we all died in that in that con- the first combat actually was the very first one. Um, the, uh, the other two randos because I just flared. Uh, I didn't feel like getting a group together. I was doing it real quick. My brother was visiting when I played. I just wanted to see it real quick. And uh, I I flared. Some people came in. And every time I flare, there are a lot of Japanese players. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it's always Japanese players. But whatever it is. Because they outnumber and, us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe. Um, but two of them died like pretty early on. So we were already like to one cart. Uh, and then the the comet hit and we all died anyway. So it was like okay, whatever. And then I was like, yeah, okay, that was fun. And seven, I the six cart quest. There's <laughs> a six. I was gonna say because you you two people died oh. and then all four of you died, so you got six. Yeah, cards. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we did. Um, maybe one guy survived because he was kind of near the meteor, but I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it didn't matter. We were all dead. Yeah. So. Um, but in general, a lot of people say it's a really fun and challenging fight. Uh, I know uh, I've seen just from Twitter, I've seen that Wolfie Melon hasn't succeeded yet. Last I knew, and she did it for like hours. I had, had most of my friends. successful runs yesterday, um, just because I haven't had much time to line up with people. I find it yeah. neat that it's actually something that's giving people quests because or difficulties. Because a lot of times people are like, "Oh, the quest is so hard," and then it's like, "No, it's it's not. It's just you know." Well, I mean, tempered Devil Jail was hard. People beat him, but he was hard. Yeah. But you could also fight Tempered Joe on, in the conventional Monster Hunter senses, and like it was skill-related, player-related. If you just tried different tactics, you were able to accomplish it, whereas yeah. the Behemoth is almost more of a scripted fight in some regards, because there's it, it, like, it captures the elements of Final Fantasy really well in regards to yeah. positioning and positionals. So like those comets land, or the meteors land, and... You have to move away from them, but you also have to stay close enough to them to where you can default to them. So the idea is that right. you are now actively trying not to have an element in the game damaged, which, as far as Monster Hunter World goes, and as far as Monster Hunter Past Tense goes, there's never really been like, hey guys, in this fight you can't have these things take damage, otherwise you lose. So it's a new concept to be um, absolved into playing the game by standard means. And then on top of that, certain moves can affect a, a wider area like a conal or a direct line kind of thing so you have to take that into account so you're so the tank is actively moving the monster um while everybody else is just mitigating dps and then if you want to say that there's a healer aspect to it like if we're if we're abs- uh, absolving and and taking in the concept of final fantasy um and these are the roles that we're supposed to be playing then you do want to make sure that you're watching other players' health more so than what we're used to. Like, typically it's like, oh, I'll LP you, you took a heavy hit. But this is a fight where you could take a heavy hit after a heavy hit after a heavy hit after a heavy hit. So they're delegating that role to somebody does make more sense. Okay. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a cool fight. Um, I uh, honestly wish I had beaten it, but, I mean, I took a look at the armor... 
Um, and it was like, is it worth it to do it? And I was like, well, this armor's really freaking awesome, but it's not Val, so... It also <laughs> looks really good armor-wise. I'll say that. The armor oh, looks yeah. fantastic. There was a there was a really cool screenshot of someone put all the saturation up or something, and it was, the thing is just glowing. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure... Um... That screenshot is actually like fake. Like they made it, like they did the brightness saturation, but then they added some more extra stuff on it just to like have a funny screenshot. Yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. they did. I don't know. Um, it was just. I was gonna ask. Nobody's talked about it yet. How good is the insect glaive that you can get? The you know gun gear, whatever the I can't remember the pronunciation of it. Um, I don't remember. I don't like. I think it's it's decent. I made it. The the gale bomb. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, they went with the gale bomb, not the gun gun gear or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's the Gale Bong. Okay. But yeah, how's um, how's how's the Gale Bong? I think it's like an it's like an average average to good sort of a weapon. Like okay. I, think it, well, I think it does dragon or something. Well you can change the Kinsect. Like you yeah. basically unlock the dragon soul. Yeah, that's the that's final. the big thing is like having the yeah. Kinsect is really cool because you can, you use can that make any different versions play. of that kin- yeah, many versions of that Kinsect to my knowledge. Huh. Wait, what's yeah, the someone... Kinsect look like? It's like a like the dragon spirit from XIV. Yeah, it's like oh, an really? summon like for the dragoon spirit thing. It's crazy. Huh. Yeah, I I saw someone use it and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> I believe it's like a miniaturized uh, spirit form of Midgarden Swarmer. That's cool. Mm. Um, I, I'm always one that like I won't use like I don't mind not using the top weapon if looks are a thing. Like I know a lot of people say like, "Oh, the the." The, the main reason I wanted Dante to come back is because I want his charge blade. Because I love the idea of having just a giant, oh yeah, a giant sword with no shield. <laughs> and his charge blade, his charge blade is like not terrible either. Like it has tons it's of blue sharpness, decent. it has pretty high raw. Like it's not going to beat, obviously Diablo's charge blade, but it's still it'll it'll keep up a decent amount. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think it's uh, it's time for Monster Balloon. It is. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about doing uh, the since we're doing Laosheng, I was thinking about doing the Godzilla, but we already did that joke. <laughs> yes, we did. We did. I'm excited for the new movie that's coming out. <laughs> is there a new Godzilla movie? Oh, like yeah. next year? Oh, what? King of Monsters. They're the gonna new, have the trailer looks really Dan. cool. Uh, Ghidra. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That's I haven't beautiful. seen this. It's got Eleven from Strange... Uh, what is it? Strange, Strange Things? Stranger Things. Yeah. Huh. Alright. Uh, so I guess I can start uh, start this off. I'll just kind of go with a standard one. No, no puns this time. Hello okay. everyone and welcome back to the Fabulous Monster Balloon. Today we'll be discovering the Lao Shang Lung, one of the largest elder dragons in the world. Until recently. Uh, Lao Sheng Lung is a very old elder dragon. Uh, it's one of the oldest, actually, lore-wise and series-wise. Um, yes. It's one of the also the first set-piece fights that ever was uh, created, being where it's not just you find it out in a field and you hit it. Uh, Lao Sheng Lung has a specific map, as well as a specific path and uh, set of actions it follows and takes. Um, oddly enough, unlike most monsters, uh, until certain parts of the fight, it doesn't quite care about you. Um, I will preface this because I'm not sure when you, you know people might be listening. Uh, this is before Double Cross comes out. 
or uh, Ultimate Two, whatever we whatever we're calling it now. Ultimate <laughs> Generation. <laughs> Ultimate. Ultimate more Generations X. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I still wish they would have called it Next Generation, but that's just me. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's sensible. Uh, it's yeah, apparently it's gotten a massive rework in in the next generation. So we'll we'll see. It apparently has more stuff. It does. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know where you heard that, but uh... nope, <laughs> nothing. It, it it snaps at you occasionally if you're on a bridge. Aww. That's it. It's All always right, well, done that. It's always been a very docile foe versus everything else where they get like really angry. Like for example, uh, Gogmazios really doesn't like you as a person or Mm-mm. as a hunter. Mm-mm. He's just no. It doesn't like you. It doesn't like your family. It doesn't like your wife. It doesn't like your kids. No, it's oily, bro. It doesn't like ninety percent of the arena. It's in <laughs> versus Lao Shenglang really likes walking forward. Um, he's a big Jeez. monster. He is a beat stick, and I believe in the original. Uh, in the original original Monster Hunter, uh, only two things could actually really hurt it because everything bounced or just didn't do <laughs> enough damage. Um, I, I had a friend basically. To, you can confirm this because I think we've had. I think everybody in here has played most of the original ones, right? No. Oh. Trade Midnight was the furthest back for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fortran, I know, has been serious. Well, walk in the Lao. Since 04, baby. What about you, Virtue? I can't remember. Were you one of the original? original? Day one. Okay. Every day one. So maybe you can confirm this, and this is something I keep hearing, or I used to hear from an old friend, uh, was that old uh, endgame Monster Hunter 1 was either heavy bowgun or greatsword, and usually heavy bowgun, because bullets don't bounce. Not entirely true. Really? Okay. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) Um... That was true in my case um, because those are the only two good weapons I played <laughs> in Monster Hunter 1. both of those weapons that were endgame compatible. Right. Um, well, um, for the longest time, people would say if you're fighting Fatalis, you're using heavy bowgun and that's it. There, the first no, you mix can't... set came from Fatalis. Yeah. Hmm. Not his armor, but, but the fight itself. Um, either three parts Hornetar two parts Vespoid, or vice versa, three parts Vespoid, two parts Hornetar, and interchangeable. Gave uh, negative, or what is it, plus 50 resistance for Dragon Element, which at the time nobody knew what the hell was, but apparently it staved off a lot of the Fatalis fight. Huh. So yeah. that was the first real mix set in our game. Um, was a set of armor that nobody well, uses ever. <laughs> well, oh, it was um... You were kind of forced to use a mix set when you used Diablos because Diablos only had the head, chest, and arms. It didn't have the waist and legs. Tuck, it really. wasn't a full set either. That was yeah. like uh, arms <clears throat> and chest. Something like that, yeah. yeah. It was chest, yeah, it chest, helmet, legs, and arms. It wasn't a helmet. It might have been a tacit, but it was no more. I may be remembering from Freedom 2 the helmet for Cutku. Yeah, that was, that was in the Freedom series, the, the helmet. <clears throat> so uh, And the leggings. It has only appeared in one map, and that being the fortress, is never appeared outside the fortress. Um, Why would it? <laughs> never know. I wish it would appear outside the fortress, but that's just me. You're not reading off the wiki, are you? Because I mean, I can, I can fact check it. Uh, I am. I mean, I'm using the wiki for reference. I wasn't going to put that. In. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to let it just reveal that. But yeah, shh, shh, shh. Uh, top of my head. Uh, it, 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 I'm in the it, field. 
just just like uh just like uh, the fatalis though it does use uh it doesn't really have a type but it's very weak to dragon types which kind of makes sense because uh i don't believe it's actually ever confirmed but it's heavily heavily hinted at and suggested that uh the reason the laoshang lung is coming through this valley and going through this human fortress is because it's running from a fatalis that is uh, correct lore it is actually it is listed yeah. in the game in text. Okay. Yep. That just shows me for not you know, yeah. not playing the first game. And isn't the Lao also like uh, not not full grown? Correct. Correct. La- 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 is a very like, juvenile. The first iteration of Monster Hunter is a juvenile Lao Shan that is running from a, a more superior vile elder dragon. Okay. Just like the good old Gobel. <laughs> I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think those three words have ever been said before. <laughs> I mean, I want to see an adult Gobel. It's got to be the most nightmarish thing ever. I love Gobel. But uh, me too. Cool uh, monster. Uh, there's not too much to say about Mushroom, unfortunately, and this is a little bit revealing where I got my sources from. Uh, it has appeared in the Frontier series. But I can find no descriptions of it, talk of how it acts in the Frontier series or anything. So I think it's literally just the same fight. Yep. I mean, there's also I, yeah, there's also three different Laoshans in Monster Hunter Online. Really? What? Yep. There's three versions of them. I'm not sure what the third one is. Just <laughs> They're all there, though. No. Red, blue, sure, and then it's no. probably yellow. Just get all the primary. I know. I'd like there. a hot pink Laoshang Lung. Gross. With Jeez, with yeah. flames that goes extra fast. <laughs> Vroom. There's moments where you guys just seriously kill it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, that reminds me of Bomberman. Just like a Bomberman Laoshan. You're talking uh, about like how old it is and the, the oldness of its origins. Um, old is in its name. Uh, Laoshang Lung means old mountain dragon. Yep. Right. Even though we're a and I didn't get that off the wiki. That was in my brain. Oh man! <laughs> uh, is this also the first monster to flee? Correct? Because you could actually. Uh... It was the first quest to have a repel mechanic, hmm. um, which then which then was followed shortly there by Fatalis. So Laoshan was encountered, I believe, at your bridging HR twelve to HR thirteen, low rank to high rank jump. Um, you were given a Laoshan quest to then. Uh, jump forward into high rank and then I believe roughly in the HR 18s uh, you were presented with a another version of Lashon I'm trying to remember yeah it was the high rank one yeah and then Fatalis was essentially a uh, HR 19 HR 20 quest so yep but that also used to be the max four round situation so I don't know if you call it a full repel or not one thing I can't right. It uh, was you had four chances to repel it, um, with the fourth chance being you had to kill it, or else you fail. Four hmm. chances to kill. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to point out is, uh, which is also true of old elder dragons <laughs> like uh, Kushala. Okay. Uh, what I wanted to point out was knowledge. The the weapons and armor it gives are very Asian expired. Um, yes. They. They're, once again, they, they kind of deal. Uh, some of them have dragon damage, but a lot of them are are decent sharpness weapons and uh, actually have like 
a lot of red in their design. I know that sounds stupid, but the it's... nail, ha- the Laoshan nail hammer, the dual dragon Ultimus, which was a combination of the palace and Laoshan parts, hmm. the original great sword that was visually like a long sword that later on became a long sword, the red dragon sword, or commonly referred to as the RDS in the community. We had a lot of acronyms back then. Um, that's true. Yeah, because you had to type everything. Yeah, oh, that's so right. Had, because that was DDU for dual dragon Ultimus, uh, RDS for red dragon sword. Um, the Lao Nail was its own thing. I believe that there was a gun of sorts. For there was a heavy bow Lao gun. Shan. Yeah, heavy bow gun. The Supreme so Lao was, Cannon. There wasn't, a, there wasn't an SNS. There was a Fatalis SNS. Um, there wasn't a lance. There was a Fatalis lance. Um, yep. So basically all the weapons that weren't filled by Lao Shan were then Fatalis weapons at the time. It looks like there actually right. was a lance for it. Lao Shan lance? Yeah. It required Laoshan and Gaoren. Yeah, Gaoren. Shen Gaoren? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, reminds, that was in the... That's, that's later. Freedom. Yeah, the remake. Freedom 2 and on. That's right. <laughs> One thing I do want to point out, the Red Dragon Sword looks a lot like the original... Uh, like the... It was a beautiful sword. Kind of like, the Rath, like a, a fancy Rathlos sword. I particularly yep. like the Laoshan's armor. But that's because it's just Aurora's, and then the females was Borealis, and the male's gunner was Genesis, and the female's gunner was. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember. Ah. I just like the the very Asian inspired look of it. It's very samurai. Uh, Now they brought the the armor back as as a layered armor in World. Yeah, it's the it's the collector's box one you get. No. The digital deluxe, I mean. That's just samurai armor. They brought back Aurorus and Borealis gear officially as a layered armor during the cold spring event. That's Um, right, yeah. And any time that cold rolls around, you have the ability to get it, and one's the Sabi and the other one's the Homar. Uh, One's a battle Mm -hmm. damage version, and one's just a standard. Okay. Huh. I got it confused, because they're very similar in style. Samurai armor looks like samurai armor. It looks like samurai armor. Something I wanted to notice is uh, that's been a very kind of recurring theme with their large world set piece world bosses. Is it tends at least for a while it looked it seemed like it tended to follow the samurai theme in that uh, the two big uh, sand drakes. I'm trying to remember what their names are now. Jen Moran, Darren Moran. Yeah, both the Morans are uh, also have that same kind of samurai, very eastern styled look. And they're also very, you know, big set piece. I always monsters. thought they viewed them as like a throwback to the original Laoshan gears. Yeah, yeah, they always were. Them. Even the yeah. uh, the long swords for them were like I think uh, one or both of them had like Naginata long swords, mm-hmm. which are really cool looking. I do want to point out I really love the. It's not, I think it is from the original, but the 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 Laoshan bow. It's kind of shared mm-hmm. that same design. Oh, it's a classic bow. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's that big kind of. It's like, oh, where yeah. it's curved, not in the middle. Wood. It's a big wood bow for yeah. like a traditional Japanese archer. Um, it actually, it, it, if you have, if anybody's here has used it, it kind of looks like the Rajang bow, where it's that very just long. Slightly I think bent. Rajang's a little more bushy with kind of like a straw appearance on some of the ends, but essentially the same. Yeah, yeah, I just mean like the, the shape, base. you know, yeah. where it's a long bow versus just a like a compound bow. Well, uh, yeah. um, 
I was going to say one thing. You talked about um, the RDS being one of the first uh, long swords. Uh, also, the, don't forget the Eager Cleaver was also a great Eager sword Cleaver that turned into a long really? sword. Really? That was yeah. one of the best swords throughout the, the early mm-hmm. three gen generations of Monster Hunter was the Eager Cleaver build. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I remember back when I played Freedom Unite um, for the first time. Obviously, I wasn't looking at like wikis and you know I wasn't looking up motion values or attack on weapons at the time but i remember making the eager cleaver and i used it for a little bit because it i was just like this thing this thing seems really good <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I'm, it was uh it was a fun weapon i'm very glad that i have you guys by the way here because i have never actually gotten to fight this monster uh not only not in the original game but i never got far enough in double cross to fight this monster yet um mm. we'll see if i get to fight it in uh generations x Ultimate Generation, <laughs> Generations Ultimate. <laughs> I was gonna keep giving it different names at this point. Do it. <laughs> Come up with your best Generations uh, movie remark. It's a boring fight. Uh, oh. there is also a. Is that the name of your movie? <laughs> a boring fight. <laughs> uh, I feel I feel like that's like a good Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> Uh, there's also a subspecies of Laosheng Long. It is the Ashen Laosheng Long. And can you guess He's what blue. it looks like? He's blue. I would describe it as more gray. He's a gray blue. Because his, his equipment definitely is blue. It's basically the same models, mm-hmm. but more blue. It also has the coolest. It's like they took Rathalos and they said, here's it's an Azure. It's the same Rathalos. stuff with like two or three <laughs> sharpness values. Yeah. yeah. I will say it has one of the coolest uh, dual blade names. Uh, the Ultimus Heaven and Earth. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It sounds very animu. There's also a hammer that's called the Claw of Doom, and I, I kind of want it. Parts of Laoshan gear actually went into the uh, Shinobi sets. That was a combination of the Laoshan Fatalis uh, armament. Oh, yeah. Huh. So, like, it wasn't that you just got your own Laoshan gear and got your own Fatalis gear, but by having com- combined pieces of the gear, or the drops... You could make Shinobi Sun and Shinobi Moon. And then uh, with Ashen Lao, they expanded upon that. And I think you got Shinobi Earth and Shinobi Heaven. And then with some of the weapons, you got to play on words with that. Whereas then you typically get uh, Sky and Land, uh, King and Queen with like Los and Ian. You got a lot of like Heaven, Earth, Yin and Yang references with uh, Laoshan and later games. <laughs> and then we also touched mm. up on Shen Gao and. Uh, Shen Gao is of the Caprician family, um, the, the crabs. And yeah. uh, it inhabits its own skull of a, of a Laoshan skull. So it's like one of the only... Uh, presumably, maybe there's a predator-prey um, dynamic with the uh, Laoshan and the Shen Gao. It's, it's hard to say, and the names are also kind of a play on each other. Yeah. Um, and, um, I keep going. Oh yeah, keep going. Sorry, I, I was just going to say something. So, now, and Monster Hunter Freedom, or, I'm sorry, Monster Hunter Dose, which we didn't get stateside. Um, nope. In the, in the village of Jumbo, which is <laughs> kind of a bordering um, an ocean, or yeah, essentially an ocean. So it's kind of like a Mocha Woods, but originally in Japan. And um, that village, or who cares about the, the Nomad Chief? Um, so there was a mine inside of that village. Normally, in the later iterations, like mostly second gen and on, we've got like a farming area. And yep. in a dose, there was a mining cave. And as you progressed in the offline story, 
you excavated more of the cave to the point to where eventually you unearthed a Laoshan skull. And instead of pulling like a master sword, which you pulled from the first Monster Hunter PS2 days uh, behind your house in Kokata Village, in Jumbo mm-hmm. you pulled out a SNS um, that is kind of like a miniaturized RDS. Really? Uh, with a shield from, and it's actually the horn. You, you, you retrieve the horn from the Laoshan. And that becomes your uh, weapon of accomplishment for defeating um, the village in, in Monster Hunter Dose. And then right. later on, I believe that you're even able to combine the SNS down a series of trees that it becomes a pair of dual blades. Or maybe that was Unite that um, progressed the weapon to where... Because in Unite, there was moments where SNSs could bridge into dual blades and dual blades could bridge back into <clears throat> SNSs. And yeah, that, was, that, um, that was in the original Monster Hunter. Also, mm, yes, no, because we couldn't go backwards in the original monster. Oh no, you couldn't go backwards, but that's how you got dual blades. Is you started out as SNS, correct? But you you started yeah. either Bone Chris or Iron Sword, um, right? But in uh, Unite, there was a, a bridge path where you'd start building on the sword, and then that sword could go into the dual blade, which wasn't very common throughout the remainder of the series. Um, mm-hmm. And you got dual RDSs miniature, and hmm. that was also a weapon. Nice. Sorry, I'm just I'm just used full of these useless monster facts. Oh, it's getting cool. <laughs> um, I did want to point out there is something I saw that's just it, it makes me just feel upset. Um, in the okay. in uh, Freedom Unite, not the not one, but Freedom Unite version, uh, the sword and shield, the final sword and shield you can get from the Laosheng Lung, uh, requires uh, Laosheng parts, Azure Laosheng parts, as well as Yamatsukami. Uh, I can't remember. I can't ever say that thing's name. The Yamasakami parts. <laughs> that is a lot to get a sword and shield. <laughs> yes. Fail, fail Octo. Uh, but yeah, that's. I didn't even realize that he was in Freedom Unite. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so I did have a question for you, just because unfortunately I don't want to say Lao Shang Long is not interesting, because that's that's not. 100% I found true. it compelling, but it was but it was the experiences with other players that I think that made the fight more. That's true. I mean, it was that's usually really it funny is. to try to dodge the tail. It was really funny to do that. Um, we used to tell people to try to cut the tail and then get killed back there. <laughs> yes, the that, was, that, was a, that was a favorite rumor for sure. Mm-hmm. That's there's evil. The, there's the... The old tech is known as like walking the Lao, and there's certain areas of the monster that if you engage with... with particular weapons that are make make it easier um then you set lao into what we call lao rampage mode which it doesn't really exist but it just makes them faster it makes lao move through yeah. zones quicker um hmm. and that's walking the lao uh then there's tripping which is mostly done with lances can be done with hammers not really advised with other weapons due to the lack of sharpness or the ability to reach um and do larger damage but um, tripping on the front legs usually puts down for like a 10 second ish timer. Um, tripping on yep. the back legs, back legs usually puts down for like 15 second ish timer. Um, we did it with barrel bombs and uh, great swords. There's also face flinches. There's breakable parts. The both shoulders of uh, of the monster, the back <clears throat> crest of the monster, uh, the horns mm-hmm. or the the primary horn on its nose, as well as the horns on its overall face or head. Um, yeah. Sort of like the crest. And then you can also ride it in between zones and then carve on the back. 
Um, right. In later iterations, that was like one of the only ways to acquire a heavenly, um, which is like a like you got like your plates and then you got your harder version like rubies and then um, in the you got your... iteration of the game it was heavenlies, but now I think yeah we're, we're abiding by gems. Yeah. Hmm. Divine plates. Yep. So, I have a question then. What if you if they were to bring in? Uh, Lao Sheng for a world monster. What would you like to see them do with it? Would you like to see like a complete overhaul of the fight? Would you want to keep it the same walkie fun times? Or is, is there anything since, like specific you really want if they were to bring him up? Or would you just say like, no, don't bring him up at all? Uh, I don't I don't think bringing him up is a great idea because what it's going to end up being if it stays this if it stays the same is it's going to be another um Wow, I can't remember his name. Zora Magdalene? Zora. Yeah, it's going to be another Zora fight, essentially. And that's honestly the weakest fight in Monster Hunter World, is Zora. So, I enjoyed it for the storytelling aspect of the game. Like, the fact that we now I agree with you there. actively in the game. I think it was, it was cool, yeah. but it, it definitely was akin to a Laoshan. 10 yeah. to 100 times bigger than a Laoshan. So if you had to have to shrink down Lao... Or you'd have to give us a full-grown adult Lao, which might as well just be another Zora Magdaros. So probably not a great idea to bring him back. Yeah. In that sense, but if they were to, if they were to revisit the series, and remake some of the entries, and then thus forth bring new monsters into it, having a Lao in it, I think would be kind of cool. Um, if they were to evolve the fight a little bit, they can make it. Um, I think that what they did with um, Cole of Teroth is probably the best case scenario for Lau if they were to bring him back okay make it like an actual siege and like have mm-hmm. you know yeah mechanics behind it I don't know I agree ha- have it do more yeah it'd be I think I said that in the past yeah that I viewed Kolv as like an evolved version of a Lau fight yeah 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 what I would you did what I would like to see is it because like when you're fighting it's fleeing from a Vitalis right you know it's not super concerned with you so much as it is getting away from a fatalis i'd like to see it outside of that context like you know why is it you know what, what would it be like fighting you if you were to invade its area or if it was defending its home versus fleeing from something else like have it actually be an angry i don't know essence. i kind of feel like it would be the eel at the bottom of uh of uh what is the name of that map it's not dire dire about, docks. You're talking about the um, it's Mario 64. Yeah. No, you're. I think you're right. I think it is dire dire, dire dire docks. Is it? Yeah, dire dire docks. Like it's the eel in the ship. I feel like that's how Laoshan would be if you'd walk into the mountain. It's like, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> like, hey, this is my home. Get out of here. Okay. If well, you yeah. were to make it, if you were to make it like a new fight. And maybe give us like a place like um, Dunduruma, but gave us the like the interior workings of the city, and actually have it siege a city, and you could move between levels of buildings and jump on cannons, and then get on its back and like try to try to like corral it on a path out of the city rather than through the city. And, like maybe instead of like, the end goal is like don't want to hit the capital kind of thing. Then maybe it could be like an interesting, compelling fight, and you could add different elements yeah. to it. But yeah, the problem you'd is, have to, is like, that drive it away. Open world, um, it doesn't give it yeah. much context or reason. It's just like, oh, here's this big giant beast in this big giant area, and I'm just gonna hit it with my sword and, and hope something comes of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that context could be on the back of a Monster Hunter uh, case. <laughs> this is big giant beast in this big area. I'm going to hit it with my sword and see what happens. <laughs> 10 out of 10, Monster Hunter. <laughs> still, still a better love story than Twilight, all right? <laughs> the early reviews of Monster Hunter were pretty close to that, by the way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Not a not a very uh, good start for the series. Kill dragons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I always oh, describe it as kill big monsters and make things from monsters so you can kill there more was, monsters. There was, a, there was a tweet earlier that the Monster Hunter Twitter retweeted. All right, um, it's from PC Gamer. Monster Hunter World brings high fashion and dragon murder to demanding PC release. Our review. <laughs> dragon murder. I just love yes. that phrase. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure Peta already hates the game enough. Do you got to say that too? <laughs> I, you know, what? I've never actually seen uh, a Peta Monster Hunter bit. I haven't either. But well, I'm gonna see if it, it wasn't popular enough. I mean, they were too I mean, busy making at, t- they added blood Pokemon Dungeon blood. Three or whatever. The monster, the Monster Hunter series has gone through like. An evolving stage of like visual gore to non-visual gore to oh yeah kind of humorous gore, but then like redacted that gore. Now we're so. back to now we're like down to nothing. Yeah. Well, I I mean you could never cut a Kelby in half, so huh? Apparently the they have never yeah. actually they've never actually <laughs> uh, submitted a complaint, but you know. Peta's also complained about like Mario with Tanuki suits and apparently Cooking Mama. <laughs> they're but just they're just they never complain about a mythological bun- creatures just aren't cared for the same. They're just Palumu dung insane. That's all they are. Um, That's it. Los lives matter. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you, hunters, for joining us today for our discussion on many different things today, including Leo Shun. Um, and this is at Hunter's Hub Pod is where you can find me, Fortuan here. And I will see you guys next quest. But on that quest, where am I going to find you, Omnitoad? Um, either on Twitch or Twitter. Um, it's Omnitoad on both of those. Same thing. So, yeah. Nice. Kind of like me, Fortuan everywhere. <laughs> um, and where are we going to find you, Virtue? Uh, at Brother Virtue on Twitter and or uh, twitch.tv Brother Virtue underscore on Twitch. And Toaster. Uh, you can find me at Toasty Smiles uh, on the Twitters as well as on just random places. Reddit, the wilds, maybe maybe like your backyard or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a West. long trek for you, man. That's a long trek. <laughs> Why did you have to get crazy about if he's in my backyard, I'm just like, hey, can you pull those beads back here? He's in your backyard. He's like, at Twitter. He's a little toasty smiles. And he turns his head and it turns all the way upside down. And you're like, okay, I'm out. Please let me in. It's cold and there's wolves out here.